Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You use your creativity within the confines of the process. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And then we put all this together to a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we are going into part two of four which is the next three of the 12 work on your game commandments. Oh, you didn't know that there were work on your game commandments? Well, now you know. There are commandments to work on your game. If you're going to be in this world, if you're going to be around me, if you come into this world, listen, even if you don't know these commandments and you come into my world, you will soon learn that these are the commandments because you will not survive. You will not survive this world if you are not willing to abide by these commandments. They will destroy you. So let's get right into it. Without any further ado, actually, first, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text. Send out every day free of charge. You want to get it? Text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Every day, you'll be getting that text straight to your phone. Guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Now, let's get right back to it. The 12 Work On Your Game commandments. These are in no particular order of importance. They are all equally important. We are on commandment number four. The same things, the same way, every time. The same things, the same way. Every time. That was episode number 2013 of this show. If you have not heard it, it is linked down below in the show notes. So you can always, as usual, go to work on your game to listen to any episode in the history of the show. This means what does this mean? Because this is something that I say all the time. It is one of the pillars of the work on your game philosophy. It means having and following a process. That's what it means. When you have a framework of a process, you can utilize your creativity and freelance within the confines of the process. See, having a process and having a system and doing the same things the same way every time doesn't mean that you're not creative. It doesn't mean that you cannot use or show your authenticity or your creativity or your uniqueness to the world. It just means you show it within the confines of a system and a process so that you still know you are achieving the outcome. Because remember that we're in a results-based business. We're not in a do-what-thou-wilt-based business. We're not in a just do-whatever-you-feel-every-day-based business. We're in a results-based business because the results or will get you the rewards. The rewards are the things that you want in life, like food, clothing, shelter. 
money, attention, fame, happiness, satisfaction, achievement, accomplishments, a resume. Those are the things that you want, right? So that's why you follow a process so you can produce that outcome over and over and over again. You use your creativity within the confines of the process. This is what creative people do, at least the ones who are producing results, not just doing stuff randomly. This is what professionals do. This is what successful organizations do. It's also what successful people do. And you by yourself is an organization. So here's the question. Do you have a process for the things that for which you wish to create a consistent outcome, a consistent result? Do you have a process? Do you have a strategy for creating consistent results? Do you have a plan, i.e. something that you can do over and over and over again, the exact same way every time? Again, for the areas in which you want to produce results. Now, areas where you don't care about producing results, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the areas where you want to produce results. Do you have a process, strategy, a plan? Something you can do the same way every time. If you are running a business or you plan to run a business, and by the way, that's kind of a tongue-in-cheek point because your life is a business, whether you know it or not, because it costs money for you to be born. It will cost money when you die. And it costs money for everything in between. So you are, by definition, you are running a business because there's an exchange of resources happening for the entirety of your life. From before you were born till after you're dead, there's an exchange of resources happening all because of you. So you are a business, whether you know it or not. Now, you know, if you run a business or you plan to, you must operate by process, not by talent and not by feel. If you try to operate by talent and by feel, maybe you can get started that way and maybe get a little bit of results, at least from the beginning. The problem is it's not sustainable. The reason why it's not sustainable is because without a process, you have to randomly come up with what to do every single time. And then you're basically playing whack-a-mole, you know, whack-a-mole, that game you play in the arcade where the animal pops up, you hit it with the mallet, another one pops up, you hit that one, another one pops up, you hit that one. That's you if you're operating just off of talent and by feel. It's better to have a process so that you know exactly what's going to happen over and over again. And then again, you can freelance within the confines of it. You're Feel and talent can work within the confines of a process, not the other way around. You don't make the process work with your talent. You make your talent work with the process. Moving on to point number five, commandment number five. We are in talking about the 12 commandments of the work on your game ethos, the 12 work on your game commandments. Commandment number five is action bias over contemplation. What does this mean? It means going and getting things done instead of thinking about what to do. I talked about developing an action bias in episode 1199. People will say to me, and you know, every day I talk to people about what their challenges are, and somebody will say to me, well, Dre, I have challenge X, whatever that challenge is. And I say to them, well, hey, have you ever thought about doing this thing to solve your challenge, whatever you know, idea I may offer them for solving the challenge? And they will say back to me, you know what? Yes, I have thought about that. And yeah, LOL. Yeah, they thought about it, but they haven't actually done it. Here's the thing that all of you need to understand, especially if you have a challenge for which there is a solution you have been thinking about trying. If you have a challenge, you've been thinking about a certain solution that might work, might not, but you're not sure yet because you haven't done it yet. Thinking is what got you here. Thinking got you to the point that you have this challenge, that you're thinking about what to do about it, but you haven't done it yet. Too many people wander through life thinking about what they need to do, contemplating what might work, what might not work, checking out information that may or may not be a solution to their problem. I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to someone and they tell me about some challenge that they have. And this is usually some kind of electronic communication, the DM, email, comment, 
text message, things like that. And they'll say they have whatever challenge and I'll point them towards something that can help them with the challenge. I'll say, well, listen to this episode of my podcast or watch this video that I put out or have you thought about this or take a look at the fact that I have this mastermind. Or, Here's my coaching program or read this book of mine that I've written. All of them that address. I'm always suggesting them things that address directly the issue that they told me that they had. Now, I didn't pull this out of them. They told me they had this issue. Here's something they can address it. And they came to me with it. So it's not like I'm no unsolicited throwing my stuff out into their faces. They came to me. And I can't tell you how many times somebody says something like, oh, I'll check it out. I get people saying that all the time. I'll check it out, whatever that thing is. Well, listen, checking things out is what got you here. Thinking about it is what got you here. Looking into it is what got you here. None of those is going to solve your problem. Checking out information does not absolutely nothing for you. All right. You check yourself out to get to the point that you have the same problem. You've been having the same problem for the last seven months. All right. Checking things out ain't going to do anything. And these people, these checker outers, they never get around to actually committing to actually doing anything. So they go their entire lives with the exact same problems. Now, how many people listening to me right now how many of you have had the exact same problem or the same set of problems for more than a year? How many of you had a problem that has persisted for more than a year? Now, you know about the problem. You thought about the problem. You have looked into solutions for the problem. You have probably told some people about the problem and they have probably offered you something, something that you could possibly do about the problem. You probably have some ideas in your head of things you could do about the problem because you have looked into it because you identified as a problem that you don't want it to keep being a problem. I mean, you don't want to have this issue your entire life. You thought about it and you looked into it and looked at some ways you could do something, yet you still have the same problem. Why is this? Is it because none of the solutions work that nobody in the world has yet solved this issue? Is that it? Of course not. It's because your lack of commitment to taking action and doing something. That's the reason why you've had the same problem for so long. And it can feel like fun and games when you feel like your time is just going to go on infinitely. But we all know when you think about it on a deep level, and you don't have to go that deep to get there, that eventually your time is going to run out. And that thing that you never handled will still be there waiting for you at the grave. And this is because you never got around to actually committing to doing something to solve an issue that you have already identified as an issue. See, most people don't have a whole bunch of problems that are overwhelming them. They just can't do anything because this problem is just beating them down and holding them down. That's not most people's situation. Most people have a handful of issues that they never actually address because all they do is think about them, but never take action on them. See, most people don't have these big problems that are just insurmountable issues. They have these smaller issues that get bigger and bigger and bigger simply because they don't address them and don't do anything about them. They think about them, but don't take action. Many people again, live with the exact same problem for like 10 years. This is how people, they text me and I ask them, what's a challenge you're dealing with right now? They'll tell me something and I'll say, well, how long has it been a challenge for you? You'd be surprised how often somebody says to me, well, Dre, this thing has been a challenge for me my whole life. All right. How do you have the same problem your whole life? That one, I don't quite get. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me about a challenge they've had their whole life that I can understand why it's been a challenge. Now, I understand if you're born with some kind of genetic defect, let's just call it that for lack of a better term, that it's holding you back. Maybe you're born with only one leg. So you got to go around the wheelchair or you're on crutches all the time. So you can't move as quickly as you want to move physically. Okay. If that's your challenge. Okay. I get it. All right. You couldn't do anything about that. You're doing what you can do about it. But all right, the fact that you can't move fast, that probably wouldn't even be your biggest challenge. It's probably not even something that somebody would say, but if it's a challenge, that's a solvable, fixable thing, 
How could it be a problem your whole life? It's like I talked about in yesterday's episode where I was given the first three commandments, first three work on your game commandments. There was a guy who said, well, Dre, I have a challenge waking up early. has been a challenge my whole life. How does that even make sense? How do you have a challenge waking up early your whole life? Now, again, if your job required you to wake up early, you will wake up early. All right. If there was a girl that you wanted to date or a guy, I think it was a guy who was saying this to me. So it was a girl that he wanted to date, assuming he's heterosexual. And she wanted you to wake up early. You will wake up early. All right. There's a million dollars waiting for you on the other side of town. You had to wake up early to go get it. You could wake up early. So it's not that they can't do it. It's just that people simply don't have any reason to move themselves to action, to get themselves over that threshold of actually doing something, that action threshold. When you can get yourself over that emotionally, that's when things can start taking off for you in your life. The challenge, the tragic challenge for many human beings that they never get themselves there. I did a whole video on this. It's on YouTube. And it's all about moving yourself to action and getting yourself over that hump because everyone logically can understand everything that I talk about here on the show. It all logically makes sense. And if you logically followed everything that I said here on the show, then you could pretty much solve every problem that you have. The challenge is that logic alone and information alone is not enough to make real change in any person's life, yours, mine, or anyone else's. You need an emotional reason to do something with the information that you logically have gathered. And that's where people come up short. That's where people fall short is that they have no emotional reason to move to action. And one of the reasons is the very thing that is a gift to humans is also our curse. And we call it rationalization. Rationalization is a human being's ability to craft a story in your mind to make yourself feel however you want to feel about basically anything. Animals don't have the ability to rationalize. A dog can't rationalize. Bears and cats and lions, they don't have the ability, and fish and goats, they don't have the ability to rationalize. They can only go off of what is right there in front of them and their instincts, and they can only react in the moment. Human beings, we have the ability to control environments because, number one, we can think back to the past and we can think forward and predict the future. And we can also think about when we're in the present moment, we don't only have our instincts and what we can see around us and what we can sense around us. We can also think about something that's going on in a place that we're not even at. So you could be in New York right now. You could be imagining what's going on in San Francisco and vice versa. Animals don't have this ability. And we also can, because we have this big brains, this ability to reason and think, we can predict the future. We can predict the actions of other people. We can predict the actions of animals. This is why we dominate the animal kingdom. Even though there are many animals that are bigger, stronger, and faster than us, they can physically dominate us, but they can't beat us mentally. And that's why we dominate the planet. So many of us human beings, because of this ability to reason, to rationalize, to make up stories, to basically, we can trick our brain into believing anything that we want it to believe. And you might think that only occurs for, you think that's only a skill of somebody who's a, a hypnotist or some type of mentalist or a therapist or some kind of mindset coach or something like that. No, you do it and you've been doing it your whole life. Yes, you heard me accurately. For your whole life, you have been crafting stories that made you believe whatever it is you wanted to believe. This is not something that's limited to a certain set of people. And I'll show you how. How many of you have had a problem that has persisted for more than a year? The same problem. Okay, the reason why you've had the same problem is not because there's no information out there on a solution to that problem. It's simply because you have not taken action the necessary action to solve the issue, even though you are aware of what some of those necessary actions may be, you simply have not done them. 
And the reason why you haven't done them is not because you're not aware of the information and not because you're incapable of implying it, of employing the information. It is because you have crafted a story in your mind that makes it okay to not do it. That's the reason why. You crafted a story in your mind that makes it okay to be overweight and out of shape. You crafted a story in your mind that makes it okay for you to not start that side hustle business that you said you want to start so you could quit your full-time job and do your own thing. You crafted a message that makes it okay to keep waking up at 9.30 a.m. when you say you want to wake up at six in the morning so you get more time in the day. You crafted a message in your mind, a story in your mind. We call this a rationalization that makes that situation okay. And because you made the situation okay, you are therefore incapable emotionally of moving yourself to take the action that you logically already understand. This is what human beings do to themselves all day, every day. So any of you looking at an issue that you had in your life for more than a year, it is not because you don't have the information on what to do. It's simply because you've crafted a story that makes it okay to let that situation stay that situation. When that changes, your actions will change. Point number six, we are talking here the 12 work on your game commandments. The topic here today. And number six commandment, being overdoing. This could have been the first point. All of these could have been the first point. But again, these are in no particular order of importance. They're just all 12. We talked about the be, do, have principle. And we talk about it all the time. I talk about it in damn near every book that I write. I did a whole section on it in this book called Work on Your Game. If you don't have this, go to thirddaybook.com, claim your copy of the third day. And on the second page, after you put in your information to get the third day, we're going to offer you the mental game, super duper bundle, which includes the work on your game, the mental workbook, 30 days of discipline and bulletproof mindset. So just say yes on that page and work on your game will be on its way to you in a special package. Being overdoing is this is what you should do. What most people do is doing over being. Most people understand the concept of goals and wanting things and having no desires, things that you want to achieve in your life. Everybody for the most part, understands that concept. And many people also understand the concept of you can't get something for nothing. Most people get that part too. Thing is, once people decide what they want, what they usually do is go straight into the doing part. They go straight into doing stuff, working, trying, striving, trying to achieve, taking action, which I just talked about. We just talked about having an action bias. The challenge is there's a step that comes before doing, and that's the being. That's getting your mind in the right space, your mental game, your spirit, your emotions, your energy in the right space who you see in the mirror. You got to get that right first, then you take action, then you get the result. Many people aren't even aware that they're skipping this step and that's why they don't do it. So this is different from the previous point where many people kind of have a more solid idea of why they're not doing anything. This one, people aren't doing something because many people are just not aware that this even exists. So the point is, this is the part that most people don't know. You must assume the position and the energy of what you want in life before you are able to experience it mentally. This is an important point. So listen up. I'm going to say it again. You must assume the position, the posture, the energy of what you want before you will be able to experience it materially. Until you experience it emotionally in your mind, you probably will not have it in material form. But once you experience it emotionally in your mind, the material form will start to be magnetically attracted to you. This is literally the way it works. This is how the law of attraction works. And the law of attraction doesn't mean you just think about something and it happens. It means you think about it, you assume the posture, and then you go take actions that are aligned with the posture that you have assumed. That's how you get it. 
See, that's the part that people don't tell you about the law of attraction when they bastardize it and try to talk down on it. They're just leaving out a step. So they're trashing something that doesn't even exist. I discussed this in my most popular TED talk. The title of my most popular talk is called Dear Dre, How to Be Confident When You're Not. You can watch all my TED Talks by going to dreallday.com slash TED, T-E-D, dreallday.com slash TED. You can see all my TED Talks. Many people go straight into what they need to do and look for action steps. What do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do next? After they've set a goal. While action does matter, of course, I just talked about it. You must assume the energy and the posture of the person you plan on being and of the outcome you plan on achieving before you actually achieve it. You must assume the position first, then you do the job. That's how it works. When people get this operation backwards, and many people get it backwards, they can do all the right things but never achieve their outcome. These are the people who are either thinking or saying or behaving as if they believe I'm going to do all this stuff. And once I get the outcome, then I will become the type of person I need to become. I'll step into my energy and my posture and my being as soon as I have the stuff that I want. If you're operating by this very, very grossly inaccurate formula, you will never get either. You will never get the things you want. You will never step into the posture. And that would just lead to a bitter, frustrated person because you had these goals and these things that you wanted to do, yet you simply couldn't figure it out, so to speak on how to do it. The reason you couldn't figure it out because you never asked yourself the right questions or you never got the information from the right person. But that's why I'm here. I'm putting this out here so that there are fewer and fewer people who have that problem. With all that said, let's recap today's topic, which is the 12 Work On Your Game Commandments. We are on the second of four episodes here. And here is commandment number four. The same things the same way every time. This means having and following a process. When there's a framework of a process, you can utilize your creativity and freelance Within the confines of the process, you do not do it the other way around. You don't make the process fit inside of your talent. You make your talent fit inside the process. Number five, action bias over contemplation. People say that they have a challenge and they thought about what to do about it, but haven't actually done anything for it. So don't find yourself just checking out, looking at, thinking about information. That's what got you into this situation in the first place. Remember that human beings have this uncanny ability to rationalize, that is to make up stories about the situation that we're in so that we can feel good about it rather than actually doing something about the situation. What you need to do is utilize your rationalization skill and make the situation that you're in feel so bad and so painful to you that you have no choice but to do something about it and do something about it right now. And to give you an example of that, think of a person who has a toothache and they had a toothache, they felt a little tweak a month ago, they thought nothing of it, they ignored it. Then it started to get significantly, it got a little bit worse, a little bit worse. They can't drink anything hot or cold because the tooth starts bothering them. They can't eat candy on that side of the mouth because any kind of chewing bothers the tooth. Then it gets to the point where they can barely sleep at night and they can't sleep because they have this throbbing toothache and they can't sleep because there's no way to get their mind off of it. They rush to the dentist's office and they get that thing taken care of. That is what happens when people finally move themselves to the action threshold. Do you have the ability to craft a story that will move you to the action threshold without there being a clear and present emergency on your hands? Or do you need an emergency to happen for you to do something? I'm not judging you. I'm just asking. And number six, being overdoing. Assume the position of energy that you want before you experience it materially. I talked about this in my most popular TED Talk. If you want to step into anything in life, you must assume the energy and the posture of the person you plan on being and the outcome you plan on achieving before you actually achieve it. When you get this operation backwards, which many people do, you can do all the things that are right, yet still never get to your outcome. So you must be very, very circumspect in making sure you're doing this the right way. And I'll help you with that if 
you would just go over to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can join my coaching programs. I have a one-on-one program. I have my group coaching program where I work with you. The main thing that we really, really need to focus on is strategy. We got to get the mindsets in the right place, but the strategy is where the rubber meets the road. That's where we build a roadmap in reverse from where you want to be to where you are now. And we figure out what steps strategically need to be taken and mapped out for you to get from here to there. This is the biggest challenge that many people have is that, first of all, they don't have the right mindset. So any plan or strategy that they come up with is going to be faulty. doesn't matter if they're holding themselves accountable because you're being accountable to something that's not going to work. And then when you execute, it only gets worse. So that's why we start with the mindset and the strategy. Those are the two pillars here. I help people with that. This is what I do professionally. You want to join me and get coached directly by me with no bullshit straight to the point. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. And secondly, send me a text to get my daily motivation. My number is 305-384-6894. Tomorrow, we're going to part three of the 12 Work On Your Game commandments. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.